What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Hey, Wellpreneurs, welcome back to this episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. This week, we're talking about a super juicy subject, how to find more clients online. I have to say, I hear from so many of you, like every week we get emails from new subscribers and messages from people in the Wellpreneur community. And most of them boil down to, how do I find more clients? Because no matter, you know, if we love our work, we can be growing our blog, we can be writing great content and sending some emails. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're not getting clients through the door, you're not getting revenue, and then your business isn't going to last very long. So it all boils down to, can we get people to give us money so that we can continue to do the work we love? And that's what we're going to talk about in this week's episode. Okay, so let's talk about finding more clients online. And I've got four tips for you. And really, these tips are actually based on common mistakes that I see across the board with wellpreneurs at all levels of business. So these are endemic among people just starting out, like these come up all the time. But even among wellpreneurs that are becoming more successful and are getting a stream of clients, usually they can do better in these four areas. So if you don't have the amount of clients you want in your business, well, let me, let me, before we dive into that, let's set some expectations. So one thing that I see among wellpreneurs is that a lot of us don't have concrete goals for actually where we're going. So a lot of people will say, well, I just know that I don't want to be here. I just don't want to be in my corporate job. I just want to make enough money to survive. Okay, that's fine. But like, that's not an inspiring vision right? I'm talking about this a lot in my book, this really creating and nailing down your concrete vision that inspires you. So the first thing you want to do if you're not really generating clients and not getting interest in your business is to really take a step back and take a look at your vision. So what is it that you're creating in the world? And what defines success for you? So are you looking to work three days a week and maybe just have like four or five clients at a time? Or do you want to build out an entire center with, with other wellness practitioners that work for you and a full roster of clients like six days a week? It doesn't matter. Both types of businesses can be successful, but it depends what success means to you. So before we even get into these client specific client getting tips, I want you to think about what does success look like for you? How many clients do you really want in your business? You might say, I want as many clients as I can take, but realistically, you won't be able to work with that many clients one-on-one, right? We need to have some group programs and some evergreen programs that you can sell people into. So really have a think about what is it that you're offering and how many clients do you want to feel successful? Because otherwise, you know, if you don't have that vision, then you're just, you're trying to move away from something that you don't want. And you're kind of in a position of desperation because you're just like, I'll take anybody that I can get. And instead of being in that position, we want to be in a more power position, like a power pose, right? Have you seen that TED Talk where you do your power pose and get yourself into the right frame of mind? 
We want to be in the frame of mind that is empowered and that is saying, this is the business I'm creating. This is where I'm going. Like, who's coming with me? Okay? So mistake number one, if you're not finding enough clients in your business, what I see most of all is that wellpreneurs aren't specific enough about what they do. So I know you've heard this before, but it bears repeating because this happens for beginners and it also happens for wellpreneurs that are more advanced. So if you're not selling as much as you want to be selling, I want you to ask yourself right now, are you being super specific about what you're offering? So a couple of things that I see. The first is wellpreneurs tend to use super vague language. I talked about this in that episode with Matthew Kimberly about selling. We tend to say things like, oh, I empower women. I'm a coach that empowers women to live their best life. Yeah, just to live their best life or with vibrant energy or to live with vitality or just all these super vague things. Now, I know it's a challenge because, you know, truth be told, holistic health, if you're improving people's health holistically, that improves all sorts of things in your life, right? It changes everything. But saying that just kind of makes it sound like you're selling snake oil. Like if you're like, oh, just through changing, I can help you through holistic health and changing to a whole foods diet to shift your entire life so you're living with vitality and you're aligned with your purpose. It's like, I kind of, one, don't believe that as the person hearing it. And also it's, it's so vague. Like how is that actually gonna translate into my life? So I want you right now to take a look at what your offers are, what's listed on your website, and probably more importantly, if you're just starting out, what are you saying to people about what you do? Are you saying, I'm a holistic health coach and hoping they know what that means? Because they don't, (laughs) to be honest, unfortunately. Are you saying that, you know, you'll work with anyone or you just empower people to live their best life or you help them transition to a whole foods diet? People don't know what this stuff is. So if you're not selling, you know, if you're not selling as much as you want to, What I would like you to do is your first task is to create a super specific offer. So maybe it's not your full offer. Like if you're a health coach and you work with people in a six-month program and you can change all sorts of things in that, that's fine. What about creating a smaller offer just as a test that fixes something really specific? So think about your ideal client and one specific problem that she has. And then what little tiny program could you create that would help with that specific problem for that specific person? If you do this and you make offers for really specific programs, you're going to see better results because people will understand. They'll be like, oh, that's an offer for new moms to lose the baby weight and get their figure back. Okay, that's me. Or that's not me, but I know someone who that is and I can refer you right? You want something really super specific. Or, you know, I'm working with like 40-something male corporate executives to bring a little more peace and calm into their life so that they can make decisions more effectively. Or I'm working with women approaching menopause to help ease the transition gracefully or whatever it is, right? So think about how can you be more specific in your offer? If you don't have as many clients as you'd like to, the second thing I want you to think about is are you even making offers? This this sounds so obvious, but I see it over and over again that wellpreneurs, although they have things for sale on their website, they just assume everyone knows that they could go there to sign up and they're not actually actively making offers. So what do I mean by making offers? I mean that when you're sending emails, when you send your email newsletter or 
when you're emailing your list, you want to specifically invite people to sign up for something, a specific program, not just like, oh, come look at my services, you know, if you feel like I could help you. That's not a clear offer. You need to say something like, I'm running this program for menopausal women and I've got three spots available. So click here to apply if you'd like one. Or I've got this program for new moms that starts in a month. So please click here to register your interest or click here to do a free discovery session to see if you're the right fit. You need to be really active and obvious about making offers. You can also do this with people in person. So you don't need to be a pushy, creepy salesperson, but you do want to give people the chance to work with you or to refer other people to you. So it's okay to specifically say, hey, I've got this program. It's starting next week. It seems like you might be the right person for it. Can I tell you about it? And we'd go into this in so much more detail in that episode with Matthew Kimberly, which we'll link to in the show notes. But this is a place where I want you to really be honest right now. So be honest with yourself. Are you making offers? When is the last time you made an offer to sell something? Honestly, think about it. When is the last time you made an offer? What I see a lot is that, you know, maybe we made an offer a couple months ago, or maybe we make an offer when somebody first signs up to our list, but then we kind of forget about it, or we feel a little bad and uncomfortable about making offers, so we just don't, and we're just hoping that people are going to sign up to work with us. And I have to tell you that that strategy is not effective. It's really slow. And until you've got a really huge audience, just based on the numbers alone, you can't expect people to think to come and look at your services page to think about working with you. You've got to actively be reminding people about what you're doing and make specific offers for them to take the next step with you, for them to sign up for a discovery call, for them to join a program, to register their interest. You've got to give them clear ways that they can start to move through your business and towards becoming a customer. Okay, third thing, if you're not finding as many clients as you'd like to in your business, I want you to make sure that you're really speaking your client's language. So one thing that we assume often as wellpreneurs is that we know our target market because maybe we've been there, right? Maybe we used to be that person that was in the target market. But what we're forgetting is that now we're experts. So the vocab that you know, all the stuff you know about health and well-being This is totally different than what your client knows. So let me give you an example. And this is something that I'm talking about a lot in my book, how to be really specific when addressing our potential clients and our current clients and our audience. So imagine that there's a woman out there who just can't shed this belly fat, right? Now she's eating like a very carb-heavy diet and too much sugar, and her blood sugar is like all over the place, and she just can't seem to shift this weight around her middle. So she wants to find a solution to lose those last 10 or 20 pounds, right? And so what is she going to search for on Google? Well, probably, well, before we say what she's searching for, you can kind of fill in the blank there. Now, you hearing about her, what do you think her problem is as the expert? You're probably saying, well, she's eating too much sugar. Her blood sugar levels are really unstable. She probably needs to shift, you know, she needs to shift to maybe like more of a whole foods diet or more of a paleo diet, whatever your approach is, right? But getting her off sugar and like stabilizing her blood sugar and et cetera, et cetera, right? This is what you're thinking as an expert. So if you've got a program that's going to help her do that, a common problem is that you might position your program as the stabilize your blood sugar program. For example, I'm just making this up. But that 
actual client is actually looking to lose her belly fat, right? Or to lose the last 20 pounds. She has no clue that blood sugar is an issue for her. And so you always need to be thinking about where is your ideal client in her journey and what does she think her problem is? What is the language that she's using to describe her problem? She's probably saying she's bloated. She's not eating any fat, so she doesn't understand why she's putting on fat. She's hungry all the time. You know, these are different things that might possibly be indicating a blood sugar imbalance, but she doesn't know that blood sugar is an issue. So if you're not selling as much as you would like to be selling to reach your goals for your business, I want you to really honestly take a look at the language you're using and make sure that you're using language that your potential clients would understand, not your peers. So you don't want to be writing your programs just to impress all the other wellpreneurs, right? With all your fancy lingo and all the stuff you know. You really need to be relating it to the people who are your potential customers. So the best way to figure that out is really to do some market research interviews. So those of you that have been through Marketing Bootcamp have gone through these exercises already. If not, this kind of information is coming out in the book as well. But you'll want to actually speak to potential clients and be making notes about what language are they using. So if we pull these tips together, we can see that we want to be really specific and we want to be speaking their language. So if you're not selling as much as you'd like to be, I want you to think about, is there a really specific offer you could make right now, this week, that actually uses their language? So what does your ideal customer want in her words? And is there some way you can carve out a little piece of that to be super specific and actually make the offer this week? Can you do that? Will you do it this week? I know it can feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know. I haven't prepared the whole program and I don't know exactly what's in it. And what if they say no? Or what if too many people sign up? Or what if nobody signs up? There can be all this swirling anxiety that prevents you from actually making the offer. And this brings us to the fourth point that I wanted to talk about that I see all the time if you're not finding as many clients as you'd like to in your business. I want you to really honestly look at how much time you're spending working and what you're doing in those hours. Because very often, we can spend a lot of time being really busy, but not actually on the right activities for our business. So you might be spending your time engaging on social media or scheduling social media updates or playing with your website. That's a fun one. That can take hours and hours and days of time just to try to make your website just right. You might be trying to get a new logo, or you might be preparing different program materials, or you might be getting business cards. All of these things can be a distraction from actually doing what you need to be doing, which is making clear, specific offers to potential clients. And this can be kind of a hard one on the ego because you can feel like, oh, I've been working so hard. Like I've really been trying and I'm not getting clients. And if you're in that situation, I really want you to ask yourself, when is the last time you made an offer? And what was that offer? Was it specific? Was it using your ideal client's actual language? Or are you just spending time working for hours, you know, working, 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 but on things that aren't actually bringing revenue into your business? You know, it can be a really hard thing to hear, but ultimately, if you want your business to be successful, we need to shift you from doing busy work to doing work that's really going to move your business forward. And this is something, again, that I'm talking about in my book. And also, I've got a workbook called the Clicks to Clients Workbook that specifically helps you make sure you're spending your time on the right things in your business. 
And you can get that Clicks to Clients workbook directly on my website, wellpreneuronline.com. And actually, if you sign up for my email list, you get a little special offer to get that uh, Clicks for Clients workbook at a super good deal. So if you feel like you could use help with planning out this year and or planning out like what exactly you need to be spending your time on to make the biggest difference, you'll want to check out that workbook as well. Okay, so let's repeat. If you're not finding as many clients as you'd like to in your business, I want you to be super specific. Really honestly, take a look at what you're offering and is it specific enough? And this is something that we can help with in the Wellpreneur Community Facebook group. So you're welcome to come over and let's talk about what your offer is and is it specific enough? How could we make it more specific? Are you communicating the ideas clearly? We'd be happy to help you with that over there. Second thing, are you making offers? When's the last time you made an offer in your wellness business? Number three, are you speaking their language or are you speaking expert practitioner language? We really need to be speaking their language so that your ideal customers understand what you're offering. So these tie together so closely. You need to be speaking their language about a specific offer to a specific person, and then you actually need to make that offer. And then the third thing is, Or the fourth thing, are you spending time on the right things? So are you super busy doing things that don't actually make a difference? Or are you really focusing on sales and moving your business forward? An analogy I used to love to use, I I started using this in one of my corporate jobs when I thought it was just so, so perfectly explanatory of how I felt like we were working there. Uh, Rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. And I think this is something we can do in our own businesses as well, too. So you're like, you're on the Titanic and you're so busy. You're rearranging all the deck chairs and you're moving them back and forth and putting them in different arrangements and different patterns and putting them on one side and then on the other. You're super busy scrambling around doing that. But the ship's still going down, right? There's We're not doing something that's actually fixing the real problem. And this can happen a lot in our businesses because we can be so busy updating social media getting our you know, social media automation already, playing around with some little graphics, tweaking little things on our website. But ultimately, unless you get clients in the door, like you don't have a business, you just have an expensive hobby. So I find that analogy really helpful to just take a step back sometime and be like, honestly, Amanda, like, am I doing the tasks that are going to move me forward Or am I just distracting myself with other stuff? And then you can go further and say, okay, if I'm distracting myself with other stuff, why is that? Is it because I don't exactly know what I need to do next? Or is it because I know what I need to do and I'm totally scared of doing that thing? Like you need to have, I found it so helpful to have this type of perspective on yourself, you know, and we're always a bit blind to ourselves. It takes, it's so much easier to see behaviors like this in other people than it is in ourselves. But to really have some awareness and be like, why is that? Like, why am I dragging my feet on doing this task? Why am I busying myself with social media or my website when I don't actually have clients coming in the door? And do that and see what comes up. I'd love to hear from you about that, actually. So let's start a thread and talk about that in the Wellpreneur community, because this can get really good and juicy. So when you find yourself, you know, so super busy, but not actually moving your business forward, Why is that? What's underneath it? And let's help each other move forward in our businesses. Awesome. Okay. Well, that brings me to the end of this week's episode. I 
know that if you apply these four ideas to your business, you're going to see more clients start to come in because these are without a doubt the most common mistakes that I see Wellpreneurs making. So have a look at these in your own business and pop over to the Wellpreneur community on Facebook and let's talk about it. Have a fantastic week, guys, and I will see you back here next week with the next episode.